Welcome to Checks and Balances, I'm Michael Vincent, this is James Blair, and this week, should I invest or pay down debt? Mike, should I pay down my debt or should I invest? Big uh, question. When you think about, I guess, my bread and butter in terms of the types of clients I help, mm -hmm. it is typically that 30 to 55 type demographic. Yep. Usually they have a mortgage. Um, usually they've got lots of things going on in their life and they're thinking, I've got, maybe I've got some spare cash, maybe I've received inheritance, mm -hmm. maybe I'm thinking my day-to-day -day paycheck. Yep. What should I be doing with it? Yeah, well, you know, and my bread and butter clients, when am I going to tell someone to pay down debt? Oh, I know, mortgage brokers, honestly. <laughs> mortgage brokers and banks, don't trust them. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a really interesting point and what we get, uh, I guess, excited by is the sexy stuff. Yeah. So investment property, shares, starting our own business. Mm, a lot mm. more fun than going, how about you pay down that debt? Yeah. But Statman's back this week, Mike. Oh, well, here we go. And we're back in a big way. <laughs> a third of Kiwis will still have a mortgage past 65. Yeah, it's quite a big stack there. And I think that, you know, what that does is it puts people in a position later in life that they really don't want to be in. Do I have to sell and downsize if I don't want to? Do I have to continue working and I can't retire? You know, all these sorts of things, they really force your hand or force you into place or for, with a decision that you shouldn't really have to make. And coming back to uh, 101 around having a plan and executing that plan, the earlier the start, you better off you'll be. But the amount of stress I see this where I, like is, I talk about the period between clearing the mortgage and retirement as the sprint. Yep. And you gotta save as much as you can. Mm. And the stress the sprints cause if you're not well prepared, um, not good for anybody. No, absolutely. So today we're actually gonna do things a little bit different. Mm. We're gonna have a, a friendly debate. Nothing too intense, Mike. Let's uh, keep the hands down. No need to, for fisticuffs. But Mike is going to argue for investing. Yep. I'm going to argue for clearing your debt and I think the most important thing as we go through this, we should probably give out a bit of a disclaimer, yeah. that this is really important around, uh, firstly, your risk profile is one key element, mm. but also your situation. Uh, do you have one income? Do you have two incomes? What's your, what's your risk profile? What's going on in your life? What are your obligations before we get down this road? Yeah, and with that disclaimer, you know, this is general advice here. If you do want more specific advice, get in touch with James and myself and we can run you through your situation. Great plug. <laughs> so before we go, we're going to go one for one, for and against. Firstly, one thing we won't argue about, I hope, hope you won't argue with me about this, because otherwise we might end up in fisticuffs, <laughs> is if you have any short-term debts, once again, last week, so we had credit cards, afterpays, uh, home loans, uh, sorry, not home loans, personal loans, with those interest rates so much higher, mm. there's no debate, clear those off. When we're talking about debt, we're talking about the mortgage, right, Mike? Yeah, home loan debt. So what we're talking about here is interest rates that are lower, you know, around that sort of 2%, 3% mark. And yes, over some horizon, they will increase, um, but you know, they shouldn't be anywhere near those short-term unsecured debt rates. Great, okay. Should I start, Mike? Give it a go. Okay, so the first benefit of focusing on paying off your mortgage is that you get to save the interest on the home loan. Mm. Now, I know you might argue that interest rates are very low at the moment, and I'm getting into you before you even start. <laughs> this is great. Uh, that interest rates are really low at the moment, and geez, it's a great chance. But you've got to remember as well that we're talking about 20, 30 year mortgages, mm. is that interest rates will move to a more longer term average. So I've just got a scenario here that on a $600,000 mortgage at four and a bit percent, by paying an extra couple hundred dollars 
a month, you're going to save $60,000 across the term of the loan in terms of the interest payments. Yep. And you're going to clear that mortgage a couple of years earlier, which means you can take those mortgage repayments, Mike, mm. and invest them later on. Surely that sounds great to you. It sounds bang average, James. <laughs> no, I think, um, and, and the point we sort of touched on there from my side is that actually, while interest rates are lower, you know, around that 2.2, 2.3, push it out to 3% mark, right? Um, this is actually the time where you could invest that money instead of paying down that debt. You know, you could lock in a fixed interest rate for five years, uh, you know, and threes, um, and you should be able to find a fund that will outperform that over a five-year, 10-year horizon. I think the kernel fund over five years is around 15%, um, which means, you know, even on an inflation-adjusted basis, you're still beating the risk the, or the interest cost. Quick disclaimer, disclaimer on that kernel fund. So this is the kernel wealth fund, S&P Global 100, top yep. 100 companies. While that 15% is a very good number, there hasn't been any, uh, while we had COVID, there hasn't been sustained long periods of, of negative returns. It just went to 20%. That's all I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I would like to, you know, debate back, Mike, mm. is, and, and that point is very sound, when yep. it, but when you think about investments outside of paying down your mortgage, if you pay down your mortgage, you are straight away save, saving that percentage of the mortgage. Yep. If you have investment in a, like the standard would be like you go with a bank type balance managed fund mm -hmm. that might deliver a 5% return, say on average. If you do something like that, you have to take into account tax and inflation. Yeah. The top line looks great, but you actually have to think about it because you're not spending that money now. You've got to think about the purchasing power down the track and also the power of inflation. But, great point, Mike. Like, re, uh, like I, as part, <laughs> part of my financial plans, I think it's really solid. Yeah. Should I counter back? Go on then. Point number two for paying down your mortgage first building equity faster. Mm, mm. So if you are, and it depends on, once again, come back to your situation and your strategy about how you want to grow your wealth. If you are thinking about paying down your mortgage more aggressively, and then hopefully over time, the value of your home goes up, yep. clearing that mortgage will create equity faster, mm. allow you to come back and talk to Mr. Mortgage Man yep. and look at an investment property, which will hopefully, hopefully create you passive income. Mm, if you mm. look to invest in other assets at the same time, it will, it will slow down that that ability to grow, grow your equity. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I think James raises a really good point there that everyone is 100% committed to not spending the money that they would be paying by, uh, you know, saving through interest costs by paying that off. So you would build equity guaranteed, of course. Well played, well played. Um, and I think the other thing to remember there is that, you know, although markets, you know, uh, do fluctuate in equities generally more than they do in sort of residential property, um, Properties still can fluctuate in the short to medium term. So you may not be building as much equity all the time as, as you're sort this of This is your job, Mike. You've got to be careful. <laughs> I know, I know. You have I to know. come work for the wealth team. Mm, maybe not, <laughs> maybe not. But, you know, and probably what is a slam dunk on my job then, what you could do with that money instead of building equity in property, which is doubling down on the same investment strategy, is diversify away from property. Um, and that sort of, you know, as part of a diversified investment portfolio is always a really good strategy. Uh, you know, it reduces the, the, the risk across all of your, um, your investments. Um, so for me, that's another counter to this point of let's just keep doubling down in property is actually maybe we should think about investments elsewhere. Very smart. Somebody smart must have given you that point. <laughs> so 
I, whenever I'm talking to somebody, I like to think of their wealth as a, like a, a wheel or a pie and going, how much of that pie is in property? And in New Zealand, far too much of that pie is in property. Yep. So 100% right. Um, while a couple hundred dollars a week might not be a lot in the short term, if we're thinking about over a 10, 15, 20 year period, that pie will you know, balance out along the KiwiSaver. Yeah. Point number three, Mike, mm. interest rate risk. We are considering at the moment uh, interest rates at record lows and you know, of course we're not going to pay off our mortgage because rates are so low, we're going to do something else with our money. Mm -hmm. But if you have a home or if you have an um, investment property, if interest rates are moving up, your uh, uh, cash flow is yep. at more at risk in the future. Mm -hmm. If you go, I don't have that much spare money to deal with interest rates going up, you should be thinking about clearing down that debt so when interest rates do inevitably go up, you are more comfortable. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And I think, you know, in terms from a strategy perspective, uh, you know, you can always mitigate that in terms of taking a slightly higher interest rate now uh, and fixing for, say, a five-year um, time horizon, which in terms of investing in funds is, isn't a bad horizon. You know, it is still relatively short, but it's not, uh, it's, it's, it's not unreasonable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you could, you could potentially lock that away. And I think to play on that strategy is that, Equities are generally more liquid than property. So if you did get to the end of the, that five-year time horizon and you needed to sell, you probably could sell your equities quite, you know, fairly simply and fairly quickly. Um, whereas if you're doubling down in property again and the property has gone down in value, it may be much harder to shift than, say, you know, an index fund or selling some units. Mm. Investment property, you tend to end up quite asset rich but cash poor. Mm. You've got some liquidity and certainly those investments are deemed for the long term. But if push comes to shove, you've got some money that you can draw on. Yep. Great. My last point, Mike, is keeping it simple. People like to overcomplicate their investment strategy. You know, you talk to Bob at the barbecue and he's got his tactical asset allocation and this crypto that's given a 3,000% return in three minutes since I finished speaking. What barbecue are you at? <laughs> uh, this, I'll get you an invite this weekend. Yeah, cool. Uh, but depending on the person, for somebody who just wants to keep it nice and simple, I want to clear my mortgage, I've got my KiwiSaver, um, and then I'm going to invest once I've cleared my mortgage without having too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, just focusing on paying off the mortgage. Yeah, and I guess my rebuttal there, and sorry, my final point is probably exactly the same, is really just keeping it simple. And either way you sort of choose to manage your money, whether that's putting it in uh, you know, some more equities or diversifying away from property, or whether it is just doubling down in that property market, you should be able to do this relatively easy. Uh, and you know, it shouldn't take you know, longer than 10, 20 minutes a week to manage your finances either way. As long, yeah, if you said, said that right, which it's, it's one of, I love it. I love, there's a few things I love in life, Mike. I love chopping up credit cards. I love canceling life insurance when people are, um, keep it simple and I have automatic payments so people don't have to deal with their money. Exactly. Great, okay. So we're gonna wrap it up there. In the comment section, please let us know, who do you agree with, Mike and investing or James and paying off debt? Probably get a hashtag going there. Somebody can work it out. And we'll see you next week. And just a reminder, if you've got any questions, please send them through and we'll tackle them. Cheers.